welcome back to the Talk About It Sis podcast. So Elisa here, joined by my lovely co-host. So it's been a little minute, but we're happy to be back. And we have a guest. We have a guest. He's never been on. We're going to welcome you, welcome you. I have Maya welcome, welcome yeah. him because I've just met him just now. So nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, this is my friend Vern. Vern, why don't you introduce yourself? I always think people do it best. Me and Vern met when I was on a solo trip in Spain. Met up with the homies and all of a sudden it was a party. So the, the, the rest was history. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, tell but, people a little bit about yourself, where you live, where you're from. But thank you, first and foremost. Definitely appreciate you two having me on. Um, definitely appreciate it. As Maya mentioned, my name is Vern, uh, Vernon. People call me Vern for short. We met, Maya and I actually met in what, Barcelona in yeah. 2021, I think it was. Uh, probably. I'm probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we were, I was over there with some friends and uh, we had a, a mutual friend in common who said, oh, my friend is over there as well. And we all met up and just had a good time and became friends. So as you mentioned, I'm Vern from Florida, uh, lived in New York for what, eight, nine years. Um, and I actually, think I missed that memo. I think you did. I think yeah. you did. And uh, I just moved back to Florida uh, about two years ago. Pretty much I was tired of the cold and wanted to, I'm a, I'm a Florida boy to the core. So I love my sunshine and my beach. So I had to get back down in the warmth, you know. Oh, can you also tell people how old you are? Just yes. So I am 33 years old. Uh, I will be 34 a week from today. Okay. Happy oh, birthday. Right. March 1st. Okay. Any fun plans? Uh, man, usually I'm always out the country on my birthday, but I'll be, tr funny enough, I'll be traveling for work next week and I will conveniently be in Vegas for work on my birthday. Perfect. So I think we're going to have a little, little shindig, something special with the colleagues, you know. Oh, mm. something light. Like, something like, light. Getting, just something light. Like. How do you feel about getting lit with your colleagues? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right yeah. No, that's a great <laughs> point. Like I have, I have my colleagues who, you know, we just, we just vibe at work and then I have my my colleagues who are friends, I vibe outside of work. So two different dynamics. You gotta you know you gotta know that balance for sure. Yeah. So yeah, okay. may, maybe That's why maybe I said, keep it light. Yes, very <laughs> light. I like that, Alisa. Very light, very light. So nice. that's the nice. point. Um, I'm sure it'll be fun. Alisa, do you want to get us popping? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm just happy, Vernon, that you're you know a part of this conversation because. I feel like, um, like as we're talking through this episode, basically we're addressing mm -hmm. like society and how they're perceiving, you know, women in their thirties or as they're getting older and in dating, and mm -hmm. how you know how how men all the all of the obvious ways that women are looked at in their thirties and up, and, not just and in how their 30s. men are. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm just That's we true. identify yeah. as that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's just. It's kind of trash, mm -hmm. and yeah. so we want to talk to you about. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about it. And let, but before we get into it, let me preface that we got on this conversation because Vern posted a story on his Instagram. And can you tell us a little bit about what the story said? Because I had to jump on it real quick yeah. and say what. Let's yeah, let's get into it. We can get into it. We can get into yeah. it. Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up because I was like when Maya commented, I was like, oh snap, okay. Maya dropping <laughs> dropping the the insight. I, I, I do it all the time. I'm like, you straighten him out because I haven't seen this. You straightened him out a little bit, or no? Did I just straighten him out. Was I just said, or? no. You tell me, Vern. What did you think? About no, I, I, I you were. I greatly appreciated what you said because I I agreed with you. Like I think you and I were on the same page. Like I, I loved the fact that you came at it with such a insightful response as opposed to you know some people can i'm not i'm not one of those people who trying to argue like let's let's have real life adult discussions about these things you know and so i appreciated the angle you came at it but to get into it so i i'll, I'll read verbatim what i what it, what it said so on my story on instagram i posted i said fake booty fake boobs fake lips fake nails fake lashes fake hair 
but yet want a real man. The math ain't mathin' and the sense ain't sensing. How could a woman want a real man, but yet not even be at peace with her own identity? Was God's handiwork not enough to her liking? And so I said, I may write a column on this one. So many layers and so much to unpack conversations that need to be had. Okay. And I responded. <laughs> and, oh. <laughs> and, and you were you responded in thoughts that hit my mind in the from the standpoint of you feel like society pressures women to be a certain way and yeah. think that they expire after they turn 30, which in my opinion, I don't I don't think that's the case. Women don't expire after they turn 30. Yeah. And I just really thought that it asked a deeper question about yeah. like like to because a woman may not like something about herself or mm-hmm. feels pressure to change herself, does that necessarily mean that she doesn't love herself or does she doesn't know herself? Or is it just right. like like are those th- two things <laughs> opposing? Like right. can't can can I not love myself and get a nose job because I want my nose to look a little bit cuter? Hundred percent you can. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and that's the way I look at it, Maya. Um I don't I I feel like you know, the internet, very specifically Instagram, does a great job of portraying these extremes when it comes to even cosmetic work. Because if you think about it, cosmetic work can be anything um, physical. You may not even notice that it is. And um, even from a personal standpoint, I'm like, if I feel that I might be cuter, it's not because I'm trying to be cuter for a man. I might just be like, this might, ooh, you know, we know ourselves maybe to a fault um, more than anyone else. And so we see ourselves every day. We look in the mirror every day. And it may not just, it may just be a reflection for us and not the other person um, or the people that we're trying to attract. And I really don't see a problem with how people do it, um, it just really just depends on the intention around it and and what you know what the consequences on the other time other side may be. So you can't be annoyed that you got a big booty for you and now you're getting all this unwanted attention. Yeah. Well, well the thing the thing I was drawing a correlation in what you were saying was that basically all this fake stuff equ- equates to low self esteem. And I don't know if that's what you were saying, but can you clarify? That's what it felt like. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm I, that you make a great point. And even to address Lisa's point, like the context in which I meant that was by no means implying, hey, women shouldn't get cosmetic. So that's not what I'm saying. It it was I'm speaking solely to the extreme of what we see across social media, across Instagram with the excessive amounts of, you know, changing the very fabric the very very identity of your body you know for for the means of guess what of you feeling you're feeling like you have to be that way or you're feeling like that's the only way a man is going to give you attention you know if that's the case and so um by no means my was i implying that women who do that have low self-esteem but i want to get at the kind of the core and the root of the issue what's the intention behind intention behind it what's the context what's the true reasoning why you're doing that, because I feel like so many women change who they are from a physical standpoint when I'm like, you are gorgeous, like you are beautiful the way you are. And so I think just having and again, this I don't want to jump ahead, but I think it also falls at times on men, because sometimes we have these unrealistic expectations of how women should look and we're caught up in the whole instagram model and just what society has portrayed so i think men have to take a responsibility as well yeah. in this whole conversation yeah for sure yeah i think we live for at least for me in my experience this is the days of instagram are a horrible time to be a woman mm-hmm. uh, you know, like scrolling down, you know, I have to unfollow people all the time. I'm like, I'm yeah. not doing this. I'm not looking at these he- heavily filtered pictures all day where people living, at, you know, like I'm sure people would look at my Instagram and think I live a fabulous life. Let's, let's <laughs> but, um, but you know what I'm saying? Just like the heavily curated uh, version of who you are. And then like even mm-hmm. filters where you don't like many women don't even feel comfortable posting their real faces without Correct. a filter on it anymore because we're so used to seeing what our edited selves look like that we can't like embrace our natural beauty anymore and it's really it's really pretty sick when you when you think about it like it's disheartening yeah 
Could you think about generations? Like my niece is 12. She's 12. And she doesn't have Instagram. She's not allowed to have it. Um, But she does have access to YouTube. She has an iPad. And I think about how much of an influence and how early, you know, even people of a generation behind us have had access to the internet. We didn't have it. We had dial-up. Y'all remember? Yeah. And we, we weren't... We grew up in a time where I feel like the early 2000s were the era of the natural girl. Yeah. The 90s, like too. The 90s, the 90s yes. Honestly, we right. 80s, 90s, 90s, 2000s. Right. And and so they were celebrated for just, I just go to the Pharrell video with like Lauren London and somebody else. And, so, and everyone was just like barely had any makeup on. And it was just like yeah. we were celebrating that to now. Are these girls insecure because I see these other people or are they being celebrated at home? Or how are they, you know, interfacing with their peers? Because the internet is a really treacherous place. It can be very dark. And yeah. and it can create a narrative that doesn't really actually exist. Correct. For sure. And then we also have to enter into like the male gaze in this conversation and how, how much women do for the male gaze. And what the male gaze is expecting women to look like. And in this day and age, I do think it is like a Kardashian lookalike, somebody with really high cheekbones, lip filler, ass fat as God knows what. You know, yeah. like, Slimmer um, noses. Yeah, you like, know. You know, I'm in the gym trying to build my booty. <laughs> I'm like, because I'm not getting no BBL, right? Like, mm-hmm. that, first of all, it's life threatening. So yeah. that's not worth my life. Um, but I'm just thinking about like where these standards come from. Um, And like you said, Vern, a lot of that has to do with like men holding them accountable for what they're, what they find attractive and like, where, where's that coming from? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, to go back to that point, it, that's the context I was coming from is like there as a me, and this is just me, I can't speak for all men the same way I don't put, all women under the same umbrella. I don't put all men in the same umbrella because that's unfair. Um, but me being the man I am, I love and celebrate women who embrace the natural wholeness of who they are. You embrace that natural look. You embrace, you know, you're comfortable in your own skin to where you don't you feel like I'm just as confident walking out the house with no makeup on as I am with makeup on. And so, so you're not following um, Instagram models. No, I, 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 and I, I'm, <laughs> no, being, keeping it 100, keeping it 100. I, there was a period a while ago where I literally went through people I was following and I was like, yeah, let's remove, let's remove, let's remove. Because I'm like, especially, I think, I'm sure you all see it. You go to your like search button on Instagram and just all these random pages pop up. And it's like, they purposely like filter that and, and put it, in your searches so that it pops up on your page. And I'm like, okay, let me like unfollow this person who's following this person because I just, I try to be mindful of the content that's in my feed and what I'm like actually feeding my my mind, my brain, my soul on a daily basis. And so, yeah, I got away from, I try to avoid, you know. So there was a time though that you followed. <laughs> oh, uh, there, was, there was times where, yes, I had certain people on Instagram, certain IG models or what have you that I would follow. Um, and then I'm like, you know what? I don't want that content flooding my timeline every day. And especially yeah. knowing I love women and embrace women for who they are naturally. And I'm like, okay, this this is getting out of control. And so, yeah. um, you know, okay. prime, ex- prime example, I was talking to one of my homegirls the other day, a couple of weeks ago, and she posted a picture on her story. And I'm like, why do you look different? What look, what, something looks different or weird about you. And she was like, yeah, I got my lips done and I got like lip injections and it didn't go as planned as expected. And so now I look really off. And so, again, nothing wrong with getting a lip injection. It's like, that's your prerogative. You want to do that as a woman that makes you feel like you, by all means, do it. But I asked, what was the reasoning for it? And she said, well, you know, these men out here don't want a woman, uh, don't want a woman who doesn't don't want a woman who doesn't have full nice lips and i'm like that's a lie who said that exactly exactly and so i i think i was just getting at the fact that you know the her soul essentially her soul reasoning how she communicated it to me was that 
she was doing it to appeal to someone else, the male gaze, as opposed to being comfortable and embracing who she naturally is. And so yeah. at the end of the day, that's really what I was getting at, you know, yeah. with, with what I posted. Yeah, I understand that pressure, though. For, yeah, yeah, for it's there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. But I mean, like, OK, so you sound like, you know, you're in a vault place and you um, get get the struggle. Um, but I'm sure you have a lot of male friends that do not get the struggle and then are mm-hmm. in that life of, you know, loving Instagram models and one in the baddie and the girl who's all had all this stuff done because mm-hmm. it's a certain look. And like a lot of women these days scarily like look the same. Um yeah. Can you talk about like some of the conversations that you've had with your friends and like what like what's what, what's the motivation or like what do you think is behind that? Yeah, um, that's that's such a great question. Um, I would say to a certain extent is those conversations are a little bit different for me because a lot of my friends, especially my inner circle of guys who I really consider friends and associate with on a daily basis, the thinking the mindset is similar to mine. Like we all agree on, you know, women embracing who they are naturally. And I think just, um, you know, really advocating for that. Um, And so, but the guys that I have spoken to who feel like they need the baddie, they need the Instagram model. um, Again, I think it just comes from a perception of how, even how they look to other dudes. Oh, he has, you know, the baddest chick in the game on his arm or he's dating so-and-so. Um, and it's like, at the end of the day, what do you, what value do you see in the in- individual? And I think that's what it, that's what it comes down to. And so, you know, are you dating them truly for who they are, the core of who they are, mindset, mind, bo- you know, not just body, but mind, soul, their character, who they are as a woman, are you dating them purely physically? Because guess what? Those physical attributes, those physical modifications, as you get older, that's gonna fade. And so what do you have, what do you have down in the road in your partner, in your woman, in your wife, in your girlfriend, as you all age and get older? Um, who, you know, what type of foundation do you have outside of how she looks physically? I literally was thinking verbatim. The last part you you that you you spoke about about how looks do fade and how things need to be maintenance, especially if they're done you know the right way. Everything has an expiration date, um, and we all move, change, and evolve as humans. And and I and I'm guessing, Vernie, you can take this mm-hmm. that you weren't always this evolved version of yourself, oh, and so yeah. like yeah. and so like younger you or or was there a point in your life where you were like hmm I need to think a little bit more learned long term about the type of women I'm looking for um or looking towards from a physical standpoint because I need to be more focused on the inside which I feel like everyone does but that's me being yeah you still want to be attracted to them of course yeah so it's like it so, so you think about these conversations that I've heard on the internet where people, people look at men's choices and they go, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And it's like, did he make a choice or a decision? Like, I like the way she makes me feel. I love her mind. I will take that over, you know, I would pick that first before I went for the, she's all of this in the face and she has all the body, Right. Mm-hmm. Even if it's natural, because women are yep. naturally beautiful as well. Some of them Correct. are naturally curvaceous and they just mm-hmm. show up that way. But when was it where you decided, okay, it's it's time for me to actually look on the inside to really get, you know, out of a relationship long term, what I really want? Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, as we get older, as we become more established and we get in that mindset of, of settling down, um, and really just having a life of, of peace. Obviously, we grow, we evolve, our maturity level increases. Um, again, I think for me, it's, it's, it's hard to say in the sense of, think about it, back when we were in high school, per se, even college, we didn't really see what we see now in terms of Instagram and the IG models. and all. We didn't see that back then, back then to the extent that we see it now. So I don't think, I think it's hard to answer that question in the sense of 
we weren't really faced with it back then to the extent that we are now. Um, and again, as I've as it's evolved and just become kind of put directly in front of our faces over the past several years, um, personally, you look at it and you say, oh, you know, wow, she looks amazing, whether it's whatever she had enhanced. But again, I think um, for me, I've always been an individual who looks at the substance of an individual as opposed to just what they have to offer visually and physically. Now, don't get me wrong. I want my, I want my woman to be gorgeous and beautiful, yeah. but um, if if that level of, of peace with what she has to offer and her character, her personality as a as a woman isn't there, then you know the physical part it kind of means nothing to me at that point. I feel like you're definitely an outlier, cuz I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's real. I don't encounter a lot of men uh, that that think like that at all. And, I think and I'm and I know that. And I'm I'm not even surprised to hear that from you, but I can I could have I could text a group chat right now with four or five of my boys in it and they would all say the same thing I'm I'm saying. Like there are men out there who think this way. There are good men out there. Wait, they, they single? single? <laughs> I do have a couple that are single. Most most of most of my inner circle, quite a few of them are married, but I do have quite a few that are single as well. So okay. right, I just well, I just I, I want to ask for the group. You may have to make some introductions, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I, I going back to what you said about um and it's not really just like, you know, in you know, Instagram models or, you know, people who've had work done, but women mm-hmm. who are also just naturally beautiful and yes. men yeah. dating them, um, like you said, well, you alluded to for ego and status. Um, I know like in my experience dating, uh, I feel like if you look a certain way, I always have to weed out whether man is actually interested in me or he's interested in the idea of me. Um, yes. and I encounter yes. that a lot. Yeah. Um, so that's, I don't yeah. know if you encounter that, Elisa. Yes. Yeah. It's it's pretty exhausting. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. And then you think about, okay, like, I'm not always going to look like this, right? So if I accidentally choose someone who really just like like the idea of me, when that idea gets old, then mm-hmm. when? So is that, do you as, do both of you as women feel like majority of men, to your point, Maya, that you just laid out, are focused on the idea of you as opposed to actually you. Yeah. I have felt um, a very few men in my life have actually seen me. Like, okay. you know, you, you can see me, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But like seeing who I am, care deeply about who I am and taking the t- real time to like get to know me as a person, very mm-hmm. few. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think I fit a stereotypical type uh, that men look for. And uh, I talked to... It- I- so what I talked to say that type is light skin, curly hair. You cute. You got a nice body. Like, you know, you little slim thick. Let me just add that. <laughs> um, Manifestations. And, and, throw that in and, there. and um, you know, like I was talking about, I was talking to my friends. We talked about this in a previous episode. How I have a lot of friends who just happen to be light skin with curly hair. And I know in Brooklyn specifically, the same guys try to hit on us. The same guys, you know, it's just like a rotation. Oh, he slid in your DMs. He was in my DMs last week. Like, you know, like it's not, there is nothing of substance to you. You are looking for a type and like it's quite obvious. So yeah, I'm super, or like we also talked about this in the last episode, like when I used to be on dating apps, I have deleted them all because it's open for me. Um, the, the first question always being, well, what are you mixed with um, to try to like typify me? Um, and I find that type of stuff exhausting. Like, I'm just not, it's just not. Like, where's me. your family really from? Like, yeah, you, I know you, you got da, 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 da. Yeah. So you, I already know it's those type of men that are not the type of men that I'm looking for. So yeah, yeah. I, I feel like maybe a handful of guys that I can count have actually been like, who are you as a person? Yeah. I, I mean, Maya, you and I, I mean, even our like artwork, we look like cousins. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, what's that? 
Is that your sister? No, no, it's not my sister. Um, but it can mentally be like a thing where it's like I reach a point and maybe even most recently where it's like they don't really want to, they don't ask. Like they aren't, I, I'm pouring into this, getting to know, learning, being active listener, all this. And then, oh, okay, that's cool. You ain't going to ask me no questions? No, oh, I encounter that all the time. And I'm just like, I know I... First off, I know I'm a great person. Like, I know I have a lot to bring to the table. I have lots of love to give. Like, I'm a funny person. Like, I know who I am. And so when that moment hits you, like, ooh. Because you never know when it's going to hit you. Like, when when you encounter that moment, you realize it. But walking into it, you don't make those assumptions. Aside from dating apps, when you have a few messages exchanged. But you just never know. And so I feel like that's also the downfall one, pretty privilege, because mm-hmm. um, there's that. But for two, it's like you you always want to be open. You you know you never want to come off to the world when it, when you enter the idea of wanting to have love and relationship. You always want to remain open. And so there's a chance this person I'm meeting is That's not like interested in me for me, just for what I look like on paper and on his arm. And I'm not okay with that. So I'm I'm gonna be gone. Yeah. Thank so, you. So out of curiosity, I'd be curious to know how do you all respond to that or how do you communicate that to them? I don't Yeah, because they find their way out. Okay. They're not putting in that much effort. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. where I'm saying that you make you notice mm-hmm. is because you reach a point where you're like, Am I tripping? Nah, I'm not. I'm not. And so it kind of like fades away. Most of the time they they cancel themselves out. Yeah. Mm. I can't remember mm. the last time I had a deep conversation with a man. <laughs> like I I cannot tell you. Maybe last year. That should tell you a lot. <laughs> and it's and I don't want to to portray this like, you know, I'm perfect Sally. Yeah. Of course, I have all of these thought-provoking conversations yeah. and da 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 da. Like mm-hmm. we have the capacity to to have deep thought provoking conversations. Mm -hmm. But the other element when it comes to relationships and dating in general is it is tennis. It requires effort back and forth, a conscious commitment to get to know that person. I love that analogy. It's tennis. It is. You're right though. You're right. You're right. hundred percent. And so it's up to the man. Once you alley-oop that thing, that's a different reference. Y'all know what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> when you when you send that thing, Serena's all over there. If you didn't catch it, just go walk to the ball, pick it back up, and send it back over. Mm-hmm. I'ma take it. Come on. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. No lie. Zero zero lies told. Yeah. So weeding weeding it out. I, I I don't know. I feel like weeding it it out for me is pretty easy because. Because I've dealt with it so much, I yeah. know the signs. I know what it looks like. But yeah, it would be nice to not have that be an experience. Um, but it's just part of the game at this point, I think. Yeah, and actions are always going to weed you out. Yeah. They can say all they need to say, or say that they say the things that they think you want to hear. Please do not do that. Don't Ooh. do it. Yeah, the word the words ain't no good if the action is not there. I hurt my feelings, but my feelings ain't too invested. So. Just right. do what you think right. that might hurt my... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to disappoint you. The thing is, though, like, I don't know. The Most of the men I encounter, it's not that... Like, they always tell on themselves. Like, it's not like mm-hmm. a super investigation to figure out that they're not really trying to know you, right? Like, Because I feel like we shouldn't... It, if it's a question mark, then it's a question mark. Out. Like, shouldn't... Vern, if you want to pursue a woman, she'll feel pursued. 100%. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Hundred percent. I wonder and what that, you think. Of, go ahead. No, I was going to say hundred percent. If I'm if I'm feeling a a woman and I want to pursue her, guess what? My actions are going to align with that. You better believe yeah. it. Hundred percent. As 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 the women like to say, applying pressure. I'm gonna apply pressure, and you're gonna I, you're gonna feel the pressure. Yeah, I feel like a lot of men want to be pursued these days. I'm not gonna say that. <sighs> What do you have to say about that? Uh-oh. 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 Um, I you know what? I based on how I've mm-hmm. how I've seen women interact. I, again, this is this can turn into a whole nother. It's okay, we can go there. 
I, I, think, <laughs> I think this will take a whole other podcast to talk about. Um, but yeah, I know. I, I, I think I have heard women voice that. Um, and yeah, I, I do think to a certain extent, men don't take the responsibility of really like pursuing women anymore and like courting women. Like that's a whole entire process. Um, mm-hmm. At the same time, though, I will say, I feel like there are men who feel like women at times are, I don't know if you I want to I see you being real careful. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because again, I want to be transparent, but at the same time, like I'm not, I'm not one who, I think there's, there's responsibility on both sides. And I feel like there are men who feel like women at times tend to play hard to get, or if they're trying to set something up, the women isn't, the woman isn't really um, being intentional about, you know, trying to make that happen. And so again, these are, I'm basing this off of conversations I've had at times with guys who have expressed this. And so there are women out there who do love the, the, just the idea of a man kind of like coming after them, but they continue to kind of like play these little games at times to see how far it can be pushed. And I've heard men who have expressed that sentiment. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess I can't relate to that. Like, I don't even know what the game is. <laughs> like, I, I'd be like, what? Right. We don't got no right. time. Why are we doing Girl, that? Yeah, yeah. We're, we, yeah. Guess what? Are we interested or are we not interested? Yeah. Let's, that's, let's that's... make a decision. Let's proceed together if we are. If we're not, boom. Yeah. Go our I, separate ways. No time wasted. Yeah. I guess it's different when people are not dating for a relationship, right? They're dating for... Correct sex who's going to give them attention in this moment attention. yeah money uh, yeah i think that's when it gets a little you know mm-hmm. no, you're you're right the same dynamic. yeah it's not the same dynamic and you have people that are dating for that for yeah. those other ancillary purposes but i was going to ask you do you feel like uh pressure to look a certain way or be a certain way um as a man in society um at time i, I would say Yes and no. There's two 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 sides of the equation to that, um, because I feel like nowadays, look, you have. I, I mean, naturally, I like to keep myself in shape, fit. I go to the gym multiple times a week and try to stay consistent with healthy eating. Um, but again, on the flip side, you have a lot of women who aren't wanting like a, a fit tone guy. Like they love the dad bod as we call it nowadays or the the teddy bear type vibe so like a hundred percent like there's guys who like yo there's women out here who love that so i'm not concerned about how i'm looking i'm tripping i mean me personally i just take pride in in taking care of my body taking care of myself and how i look so naturally i try to keep that up but at the same time i'm personally not tripping if if this woman is checking for me or not or how she feels about me because as a man I'm just completely and wholly comfortable in who I am. Mm-hmm. I feel that. But you have to feel some level of pressure. Come on. Oh, 100%. There, there definitely is pressure. Again, I think, yeah. you know, there's guys, we we feel it on the on the opposite side of the coin. You have the dudes on Instagram, like the fitness guys and the fitness trainers who are constantly posting with their shirts off, flexing on the beach. Isn't that? So I think God, there are guys who do feel feel pressure from that and feel insecurities about that. And I think take it even further, prime example, beards. A lot of women tend to love guys with beards. Yeah. I have friends who can't grow beards for, they've been trying for years, can't do it. And I know guys, I've had conversations, friends who are insecure about not having a beard. And so that's a prime example because women tend to think, oh, he looked like a little boy. He don't have a beard. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's a prime example right there. Yeah. Actually, I never thought about that. I do love yeah. a beard. And what about, like, I guess, like, now we live in a culture where it, it seems just so focused on money, obviously, capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, a lot of it, uh, a lot of it is, like, these expectations from women of being totally taken care of, you know, like, having a man pay her rent. And, like, he can't take me out if he's not paying my rent, if he's not, you know, getting my weave and buy you know buying me stuff all the time like how i feel like that's not feasible for a lot of men 
Um, so I'm sure that also like shows up as an insecurity for a lot of men, but maybe you can speak to that. Yeah, a hundred percent Maya. Um, and that's, that was going to be the next thing I touched on was there are men who you're right. It's for, for a lot of men, that's not feasible, um, based on, you know, their financial situation or their job circumstance. And so, um, I think that's a great insecurity. We all know like finances, whether we want to say it or not, money essentially kind of makes the world go round. And so finances tend to be a great insecurity for, for men, especially, guess what? If they're in a situation where they're in a relationship or whether they're married and their significant other or their wife is the one who's the breadwinner, that can weigh heavy on a man because, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it can't it can weigh heavy on a man. So. I, I, again, I think to that point, go, going back to kind of this Instagram mentality and just kind of what's being being portrayed and, and put out there, it just seems like based on conversations with certain men, women, they feel like at times we live in a society where women feel like they want to be taken care of, where they feel like everything should be, you know, they should be weighted on hand and foot. When I look at a relationship... The, I love me personally. If if I want to spoil the person I'm dating, the person I'm with, I'm gonna do that, but not because I'm expecting anything in return, but simply because I want to do that out of the kindness of who I am and what I have mm-hmm. to offer. What I have to offer. Um, yeah. But I think you know you there has to be balance. There. Yeah. There has to be balance with everything, and people figure out what works well for them in their relationship, but. From a financial standpoint, that is a, a big, a big uh, pressure item for men who really feel insecure when it comes to that. I almost feel like I feel like we're all trying to, you know, the saying "keep up with the Joneses," but mm-hmm. like there's a thousand Joneses on Instagram. Exactly. There's a thousand Joneses on Instagram. And it's it's like, like how how can you keep up? I had one thing to add, but I do want to be very clear about okay. something when it comes to dating and finances. What's that? Don't date when you can't afford to date. Bingo. Especially both sides. Wait. Both sides. What I'm saying is, on one end, don't put yourself in financial trouble in dating. Correct. Agree. Because... Even if you're not going out to eat, you have to find your way to get to the place where you're going to see this person. Yeah. Right? And so that could be a bus ticket, a train ticket, a plane. You walk in, but, you know, it might be cold. So you want to hop in an Uber. You know, all these things. So So I think that, yes, like, women also have to take the responsibility of the, the some of the financial burden that comes with it. It might just be our monthly maintenance. It may just be the way that we, like, you know, we want to buy something cute to wear somewhere. I don't know. All of these things that are attached that we don't think about when it comes to the dating process. For me, at some point, I would love to, in a monogamous dating relationship, be able to, if we going out, no, I got this, babe. You know, like, but I have to be in a, in a space to be able to do that. And I feel like a lot of men in my conversations I've had, they're like, yeah, I can't date right now. Like, I'm not even financially in that space. Like, I don't feel comfortable enough to date, just period. Not even because I want to blow money, but like, I got other financial goals that are taking priority. And I need to build these things to be able to feel comfortable enough to be like, all right, cool. Boom. Now I can focus on dating. I've heard that so much. I think that's understandable, but I also think that that's like uh, based in like uh, gender roles that are problematic. Like, mm. number one, I don't think it's true that uh broke people shouldn't be dating because some people are going to be broke for the rest of their lives <laughs> and that's just a reality and we you know are afforded the opportunity to say that because we make money right like so we could say well you know i'm broke right now i'm not going to date or you could say i'm broke right now I, i'm not going to date but you know you're forward thinking that okay more money is going to be coming in like have a plan right but like for some people it's a generational poverty you're stuck in cycles of poverty like they they might just be broke for a long time so i just want to say that like that's not reality for everybody and that doesn't mean that they don't deserve like a love life or to date or and just and, figure it out and meet have somebody meet them on their level right and yeah. and i'm not saying that they can't 
No. I'm just saying, like, just be realistic with where you are. And so yeah. don't have these big dreams as someone yeah. who may not be in a financial position to be like, you know what? I would love to do this. this, this, this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what do you have right now? What can you work with? Okay, I can only afford $20 on this date. So we're yeah. going to go grab some ice cream or coffee. Yeah. You know, so like, okay or let's go for a walk. Mm-hmm. I love a good walk. Yeah. You know, <laughs> cost you nothing to go for a walk, especially if there's water in a view. Yeah. And you just have and, to find somebody that's okay with that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. and I, I honestly, I agree with both kind of arguments that you that you you made in, in the context of, Alisa. I think you're right. Like people have to understand where they're at in life and the season of life they're in, and I think that shows sure. great maturity for whether it's a man or a woman to say that and to own up to that. And then Maya, on the flip side. I think to your point, people need to, we've got to learn to meet people where they are. You know, you can't clean a fish before you catch it. Like meet, meet somebody where they're at, meet somebody where they are. And I think also further to that point, social media has kind of desensitized a lot of people's minds as to the life that they should be living. Prime example, like you have all these college students and stuff who are influencers, social media stars, what have you. But guess what? That's not a reality for everyone. And I don't know about y'all, but when I was in college, look, you're not living a flamboyant, extravagant life. But social media has this generation thinking they should be 22, 23, 24 years old, balling out, just taking vacations every week. And that's not reality. Yeah. And what I was saying is about the like gender thing is like, a lot, I, feel, I feel that a lot of men feel that, okay, I can't date until I have X, Y, and Z, or I can't like marry yeah. her until I got this and this and this lined up. And a lot of the times the women are in love with them and they don't care, right? Like, but it's like a, a thing that a man has in his mind. Like, I can't do this unless I can provide, which I think is like toxic and is a part of like the patriarchy. Um, yes, I do think you need to be able to take care of your family, right? Like, yes, I do think, but you don't have to have all the ducks in a row ready to go a millionaire, you know, like there's a happy medium to be found. Because little do you know, your partner can help elevate you there faster. Yeah, exactly. Let's let's grow and build together. Exactly. Like if you and that person are like, boom, locked in. And you let her know, all right, babe, this is the plan. This is the vision I have for us. Mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable with this engagement and marriage that you want to have in two and a half years. Mm-hmm. But if you can see for this for us, like, let's let's have a real conversation. I feel like a lot of people aren't having more realistic money, like communication, like all mm-hmm. of that, like those questions and conversations aren't being had or aren't being answered or people are afraid to walk into those with the perception that this person may look at me a certain way walking out of this conversation or you know I I was acting this way and I thought I had all of this and now I've made a mistake and I'm afraid to tell you like I would love to embrace transparency and conversations and safe spaces exactly to to have those Mm -hmm. be be authentic let's be authentic with each other like transparency Yeah. And I think like we do need to constantly be like checking ourselves. Right. Like because it's really easy to get drawn into the fantasy. Right. Like, oh, he got to pay for this. Like I'm not dating him unless X, Y, Z, because it's the culture we live in. And it's like especially in certain cities like I'm living in New York. It's very easy to get drawn into that lifestyle. Like now I have my own boundaries and like things that I will and not will not do in my will and will not do in my dating life. Like I'm not going on a date with a man who's not going to pay for the first date. That's my boundary. Right. Like, but I also am like not expecting him to fly me out to Miami every three weeks. Right. Like (laughs) that is what's marketed to us as women. So I do think it's also important for like, men and women to like check our expectations and our motivations of like why we actually want to think like, is it because we want it or is it because we see other people have it? Yeah, it, yeah. no, exactly. That's a great point. And I think to that point, my, like, I'll, I'll give you a prime example. I went on a date one time, um, someone who I was dating at the time and mm-hmm. invited them to a, a football game, invited them to an NFL game, um, because of the relation, some of the relationships that I have, I get free tickets. And so I invited them in amazing seats. And 
when we went, got to the game, watched some of the game, then think in, in a break during the timeout, went to the concessions and grabbed some food. And we got our food. I started to pull out my credit card and pay. And she like stopped my hand and was like, hey, no, you're good. I got it. Like you, you were kind enough to invite me to this game with you. Give me a free ticket. So I'm going to get our food. Like, you know, oh, wow. the way that made me feel as a man for a woman, especially in today's society with kind of what's out there and how men perceive women to be with wanting to be taken care of and whatnot. The way that made me feel as a man, I'm like, yo, this is a genuine, real, authentic woman. Like, I mm-hmm. greatly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just just a simple gesture like that made me as a man even more want to understand, know who she is and pursue her even more. So mm, interesting. Okay. <laughs> My <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> she like thinking, I'm like, wait, what, what, what what's going on in that mind of yours over there? <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, mm, have I ever thought to do that? <laughs> That's really what I was thinking. Like <laughs> I mean like don't get me wrong, not that I've never paid in for anything for a man, but yeah. it's been like down the line. You know, like I can mm-hmm. totally get what of course. That. Of course, of course. Um, but like in the beginning courting stages, I'm like, no. And maybe that's something I need to do some introspection around, right? Because <laughs> it's gender roles. Literally, I, I have to figure out like what I want to subscribe to for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm doing right now. But now I'm like, hmm, maybe I need to go back to the drawing board and think about this. <laughs> because I always want to be in a place where I'm willing to question my motives and thoughts, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but it might also go towards the man. Like, Vernon, you sound pretty nice, you know? <laughs> and so maybe whatever way that you set that thing up, just being yourself, you know, and she saw the value in how everything kind of have been able to unfold so far. So I feel like I'm not saying, I'm not calling this good behavior. I don't have the right words, y'all. It's not good behavior. Kind Kindness good character you know what i mean like some things you can't quantify you just feel them yeah and you just like like some people say oh he has a kind face or he he has a nice spirit about Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. right and so i think our instincts as women can tap into that too where you may actually normally she may not have ever done that before or you know or she might have thought as soon as she sat down, you know what? I'm going to do something nice because this is a really great experience. Yeah. You know, we don't know what she was thinking. Kudos to her. I, I might be open to thinking just based on how we've arrived here and what that environment has been like. Because if mm-hmm, I yeah. felt safe, taken care of, thought of. Hmm. Dang. Now I feel bad. I just, no. <laughs> don't feel bad, Maya. No, no, because I just literally went on. A date to a basketball game <laughs> two weeks ago that he got free tickets for his really nice box seats. And I did not even think to be like, oh, I'm a box. Which, when you're in a box, you ain't paying for food, are you? They got food in there. No, no, you, not that night. It was like a Wednesday or something. So oh, it, okay. it, there weren't that many people in the box where they like serve you. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't okay. And no, Maya, I don't think you should question yourself about that. And again, for added context, I don't like that wasn't our first date. Like we had been on dates prior. So like, I I think the the dynamic at that point, the timeline was a little bit different. Um, But 100 percent. I mean, I'm I'm with you on that. This is just me. Again, I don't want to speak for all men. But if I go on an initial date with a woman, I Mm -hmm. ask her to go out on a date. You better believe, guess what? I'm going to pay for the meal. That's just okay. that's just me. That's just how I operate. So Yeah. Okay. See, that was the part I was missing, that it was like Yeah, that was the yeah. piece. That was the piece. Like, Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never even would have thought yeah. that. Yeah, it wasn't a yeah. You do the the pretend. <laughs> she was too shocked to speak. <laughs> oh my goodness. I could tell um, she was choosing her mind. <laughs> She was, de- she was definitely um, in her thoughts. <laughs> like, Heavy. I try to I try to be a good person. So I'm like, dang, maybe I'm missing the mark, but no. Uh, you are great. And you bring great energy, Maya. Yeah. Thank you. Like, you. You you do. I mean, unless or if that wasn't the case, Maya, I don't think we would have continued to hang out with you in Barcelona. So that's true. That's true. We did have a we did have a time. We did. We did. <laughs> we did miss one piece. I don't know if we want to keep okay. going on that. 
What's the, what's the piece we missed? It's the ageism. I feel like men are celebrated in as they age more than women are. Yeah. Mm. And I... For sure. Yeah. Because I don't mind a little salt. You yeah. Mind a little salt. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I like older men. Like, ooh. Like, like, okay, I won't go past, like... I'm not gonna lie. Is, like, is there an age limit? Like, is there yeah, a, a cut off? I cut are off we going on record? Yeah. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My cutoff is probably like 42. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. But I like I like a seasoned man. Um, I like 42. That's a good number. But like, that's, that's a good number. Yeah, that's a good age. Yeah. I'm like 10 years. You got 10 years on me. But, you know, you could teach me something. I don't feel like <laughs> I don't feel like the men that I date that are my age are really teaching me anything. And we talked we talked about this last week mm-hmm. uh, about. When is the last time you felt elevated by somebody you dated? Mm. That's good. That's and I'm good. Gonna confidently say never, <laughs> which is crazy when you really think mm. about it. Um, and so now that's like what I'm looking for, and it doesn't necessarily mean that the person's gonna be ten years older than me, but Correct. that's my Correct. that's my bar, right? Like I could definitely mm-hmm. meet someone my age. You never know. But I feel, I don't know, it definitely is the older you get as a woman. Um, it's hard to date. It's hard to date. And like a lot of men want to date younger women because the reality is that younger women are more easily manipulated, have, low, have lower expectations. You know, they don't have the, you know, we've, and in your 30s, you've done gone, you've been through the ring. You've been played, you've been cheated on. Right? Look, like that's look, just look, y'all, y'all have a BS meter. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all have a BS meter. Yeah. And it's on point. You've been through experiences. You've experienced life. Exactly. So you're just willing to deal with a lot less. And so mm-hmm. a lot of a lot less men are willing to deal with you. Yeah. Um, because yeah. it's easier, you know. Um mm-hmm. so I I find that to be the hardest uh thing about dating in your thirties. But Elisa, you you want to talk a little bit about ageism and like how that's impacted your life? Um, yeah. I mean I feel like the oldest person that I might have like entertained and that could be like talking meeting going on a date I think he was 39 40 Mm -hmm. and so did it feel different like just from the energy whatever I think that's a case by case by person in my experience though um older may not always mean more mature but I've I've experienced some levels of maturity. I think because I operate, I don't know, I feel like I operate a little older, but I look younger. And so when people get to know me as a person, they're like, I wonder why like you gravitate towards like older or the way that I just interact with people. They're like, oh, how old are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm 31. They're like, oh my gosh, I thought you were like 22. Just based on what you look like. Mm -hmm. But now I've gotten to know you. I, I totally get it. I understand. I do say that, I will say that, um, as they've gotten, as I've gotten older, my expectations of how I want to feel in a relationship has evolved. And so, yes, the BS meter is up. And yes, I am really being more intentional about the way that I spend my time, considering I know I have a plate. But if a man is constantly telling me, yeah, you're so busy, how you know that? How you know I'm busy? You're making assumptions. Uh He's making assumptions. Because when we create time, we create time. We bend time. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like us as women, we are master multitaskers to a point where it may look like we're doing a lot, but if we're really interested and we are holding space for you, don't question why we're holding the space. Mm. But also don't be intimidated. If you're intimidated by the space that we hold, you, the exit you, stage left. Look, That's the talk. part. That's the part that creates the yeah. scenario where they just weed themselves yeah. out of it. You're yeah. intimidated by the space that I'm creating for you. Mm-hmm. Chief, you I'm going to drop the that. mic on that. I can I can look, at any, look in your eyes. You feeling that thing. Because yeah, stop telling me I'm busy. Right, it's a cop out for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're trying to disqualify yourself. Just bye. Woo. A, <laughs> a lot of people yeah. don't like that. Yeah. A lot of men don't like that. Not, and that's where the idea comes in, right? Like the idea of you. Oh my gosh, you're doing this. You're doing that. Like, yeah. I just, I wonder if men, a lot of men, and I'm not going to say all men, obviously, but I, I wonder uh, if men actually want the caliber of women that they say they want. Ooh. Ooh. Because not the spin around, <laughs> spinning around in this chair. <laughs> um, 
Because the caliber of woman that you say you want requires you to be the caliber of man yes. to match that. Yes. <laughs> and and a lot of men want that in theory, but can't execute that in real life. Yes. That yeah. the idea, the thought of it sounds pleasing and appealing yeah. like oh it just sounds good it's music to my ears but once you actually get in the trenches of it can you actually handle it and yeah. once you get in the trenches and see what it's really about and how even you have to elevate who you are emotional they can't they can't emotional they can't face it yeah. you're not ready to stretch baby come on yeah but I mean, that's not just a man thing. That's a woman thing, too. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's collective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's across the board. You yeah. know, a lot of people, we talked about that in the last episode, too. Like, a lot of people are just not willing to do the work on themselves that it requires to have really healthy relationships with themselves and with others. Because, obviously, we know that healthy relationships begin within. And if you're not willing to do that work, and like we said, it don't matter how old you are. When I first moved to New York, I think I was 25, 26, I was dating a 39 year old and I didn't know any better. I was dumb as hell, right? Like, I'm just like, oh, he likes me. This is great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, my toothbrush is at his house, you know? Those were big things in my mind at 24. Like, wow, he's really making space for me in his life, right? <laughs> Looking at 32, I'm like, girl, what the hell? You know, yeah. like if I could only go back and talk to my younger self and say that this man does not have it together. He is dating you because you're stupid. Okay. <laughs> like, I just didn't know any better than. Mm. What do you got to say about that, Vernon? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you said a mouthful. I don't know if I can say anything about it. <laughs> she created space for you, Vernon. <laughs> Feel it. <laughs> Oh, you had to do that. You had to do that. Right. To do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's hard. I don't. How do you feel like getting older as a man and dating? Like, what has changed for you? I mean, I don't um, feel like men feel the same pressures of aging. Maybe, maybe financial. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I think it's. I, I think it's definitely safe to say that men don't feel that same pressure. Because again, I think with women, especially, you know. You, as you get older, if you want to have kids, you feel like there's an internal clock there. Um, and with men, you know, it's like I, I heard I was watching something the other day and I heard a man say, like, well, as I get older, I can just go for a younger woman. And because she's younger, she okay. can still have kids. And so, um, yeah, unfortunately, like that's that's the thinking at times. And that's how a lot of people thinking you made a great point in terms of just how men approach not wanting to deal with you know when when y'all's bs meter goes off it's an easy at times cop out for them it's like okay she knows about you know the nonsense and so like let me just peel back fall back and swerve over here i got the young mm -hmm. ones i can talk to so um yeah i think i think it's a it's tragic yeah it's a real life Real life issue for sure. So I just my jaw dropped when I heard about Mark Anthony getting married. Yo, and his wife, expecting wife, is younger than his oldest children. I literally read that three yeah. days, three days ago. I read the article. She's twenty one. Like, wait, he's like fifty three, I think. And his yeah. oldest is twenty four. And she's twenty one and pregnant now. And it's like he's he's literally like the textbook case, right? Like I'm just get married again. I'm just get married again. I'm get married instead of dealing with my stuff. My mouth was agape. I was like, I'm okay, happy. do you? Yeah, I mean it's textbook. It's like it's like we see it all the time. Like, are you really surprised? I'm not. I'm not surprised. It just was like I wanted to talk to her and be like, hey, girl. Yeah. That's but I don't speak Spanish. Right? I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. That's, she's a beautiful girl. And and maybe the way that her life was set up, you know, she she was Miss Universe or she she was she was a part of the Miss Universe pageant. So she was representing a whole country. Okay. And so she's a big deal in the country that she's from. And I but I just it, she was too shocked to speak. Mm. Well, if you think, you know, how am I, how's she going to feel in 10 years, you know, and then there's Ooh. a baby in the equation, right? Like how I felt at 25 is definitely not how I feel at 32. Like, right. Yeah. And you throw yeah. a baby in there, right? Hormones change, bodies change, thoughts get elevated. Yeah. And that's, <sighs> yeah. 
And that's the exact reason why I think with, with how we approach dating and relationships, life, like we can't just look at the now. Mm-hmm. We got to look at down the road. For you know, sure. again, live, live in the present. Like, I'm not saying like, you always have to be looking ahead. Like, I think it's, there's a beautiful thing about just living in the present, but at the same time and living in the present, also being mindful of your future and what the decisions and things that you engage in and do now, how that looks five, yeah. 10, 15 years down the road. For sure. There's a quote that says life is made up of uh, a lot of small decisions. That's mm-hmm. it. How did I get here? I'm yeah. decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, on that note, that was deep. <laughs> My bad. My bad. <laughs> we got in there. We went deep. We got in there. We got in there. Um, but yeah, I thought that was good. Uh, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, yeah, and I'm, I definitely want to have you on in the future again. Yeah, come on it. back, Vernon. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us and we will see you guys in the next episode.